Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, it's Hump Day with Swanee and Friends. We are back for our bonus episode. Swanee is very busy this morning. It's round 20 of the AFL Premiership season. We're nearly at the pointy end. And I think we all had a good week on the punt last week, did we? Lazarus. Oh, yeah. Came back from the dead, Swanee. Like Jesus. I got seven. I rose rose on Sunday. Um, Well, can we start with an intervention first? Absolutely. What for? Why? For you, Dane. What? You needed an intervention from stats. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that was what a fucking ghastly <laughs> error that was. Um, <laughs> Don't you ever not think off the top of your head. Go big up. And I listen to so-called experts. I didn't, I've stayed away from them this week. I haven't Good. watched any of the Ooh. shows. But, mate, Jesus, I know, right. So we started well Friday night. We had two from two. Then I did not pick a winner on Saturday. Five games. Was it five games? Yep. Like, under, over, I did not get on either side of any of them. Like, I've got some tips, right, for, like, the talking line betting and stuff. Did not get near it. <clears throat> um, and then, like, I tweeted, like, I sent that message to you. There was only, they all went over. And I was like, fuck it. I'm, I was on tilt after Saturday night. I was like, fuck this. One of these, I'm not going to stop. It was like a math science thing. I was like, I'm just going to keep doubling down on the under. There's, there will not be a full round of overs. It just will not happen. Oh, Bang. Sit. Sydney and the under hit, so like I'm back here. And even though a bit wobbly at the start, we've got you missed Frio, obviously, Ralph, usual, once again. Yep. Um, uh, and then they, they got a bit lucky, Sydney, with injuries, and then they flogged them. And then the under was the whole time in the, I so saw Geelong at the line into the under, the whole game was under. These arseholes kicked 10 goals, seven in the last quarter. I don't know if anyone watched this game. Rewell kicked that goal. I thought it was over. From, fi- from he kicked it from fifty on the on the boundary where the fifty meets the boundary after Siren to put that game over. And I thought you fucking asshole. I was like, righto. So I was like, that's it. Like I was thinking that message in the group show. I was like, for all the marbles here, didn't even take GWS to the line. I was like, GWS to win into the under, and then um, then it was off. Like, 58 points kicked in the first quarter and Essendon up by three goals. I was like, oh, this is fucked. Then I went and jumped in the sauna and then um, come back 
and they were three, they were three points up. Then I watched the rest of the game and got the job done. So for I went three from three on for Swanee friends on the weekend. So it's what you call a winner's sandwich. We started off well. <laughs> A winner shit sandwich. Then we we went shit house on the Saturday. It's the filling. Then Sunday you went three from three. So if you stuck with me, you, you legitimately feel like you've won because you've come off a Sunday. You've had three winners, um, and the get out stakes where you go a bit harder, which we needed to. Jitter we saluted. So in the, all in all, geez, I had a bad Saturday, but um, but we saluted on Sunday. So all in all, not not a bad weekend. Came out oh, on top. cool. Ralph, how did you feel? Oh yeah, I was I was around the fifty fifty mark. My sick beat was West Coast St Kilda, and West Coast just had them completely yeah. on post. I'm talking about the, the line, and yeah, then same. Josh Kennedy. I, I think I've seen the big man talk about this before. He, he's just too unselfish. <laughs> he, he can't be considered a great while he's so unselfish, and he's fifty out. Should be having a ping, from, and they're twenty points up. That he palms it off to someone, a young fella trying to give him his first goal, and the young fella misses it. St Kilda get two late goals, yeah. and we get slaughtered. So. Yeah, that was fun. That was it's not pretty. our fault. Remember, it's never no, our fault. If we never our fault. Never. Exactly. Absolutely not. Well, let's get into round 20. The first game is Friday night footy at Marvel Stadium, 7.50 p.m. kickoff between St. Kilda and Carlton. St. Kilda are paying $1.50. Carlton, $2.59. <coughs> the line is minus 12.5 to St. Kilda. And the over-unders for this one, Ralph, is 163.5. Well, you'd think on last week's form and probably in recent form, St Kilda should be even shorter. They're coming back from West Coast. I'm just a little bit worried about that and also worried the old Carlton back to the wall thing. Um, that They're just going to lift uh, Ed Kerno. How many times have we said that though? Okay, I'll, no, I'll let you talk. Yep. Ed Kerno back in the side. I, I don't know, you know, again, of Ed, the elite Ed level. Ed Charlie. Uh, sorry, which one's the one who's missed a lot of it? Charlie. Through, Charlie. Charlie, through Charlie's two years. That'd be a big pick-me-up, you'd think, inside a club. Anyway, either or, that's a high, a high scoring line, 163 and a half. As we said previously, the, the roof isn't going to kick goals. Um, so I'd like the unders here. Um, St Kilda are going to be focused on Carlton's defence because Carlton's attack's pretty good, but their defence is shit house. And Carlton are going to be focused on Carlton's defence because, yeah. oh, John O'Brien was he brutal on the couch on, on Monday. So when, when the back's to the wall and you're not much good, you can try and shut down. So I think both sides are going to try and shut this down. So 153 points. They're not going to score 80 points each on average. Um, yeah, I like that. And once again, Dane listening to a stat last week. Carlton <laughs> kept the last four weeks have kept the opposition at 50 points, 57 points. They kicked that North kicked about 150 on them. So that's how that's how well my stats were. So, um, but but I like I, I like the under what you said, Ralph. I think um, I. First thing, I think Carlton have to show some kind of defensive backbone this week. Well, I was watching them last week. I thought these fuckers have only got three defense, three backmen on. <laughs> like, and I, they obviously must be playing like <clears throat> trying to press up the ground and trap the ball in their front half because North and like <clears throat> when I just play, it's like right, if they get one over the back, it's all right. At least you're pressing up. You get. You know, most sides get one over the back or two over the back in a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. But as long as you turn the ball over in front half numerous times, you'd cop the one out of the back. If one got lucky or a spoil happened and fell on a bloke's arms and kicked it over the back and you get one cheap one in the goal square because you're all pressed up. But it happened to Carlton. But I was, I was watching that game. I was like, every time North got the ball, I thought they'd go, 
I, was, I didn't want Carlton to kick the ball inside their 50 because I knew it was going for a goal the other way. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And no Harry Mackay hurt. Uh, yeah. Obviously, but I was like, mate, the defence was putrid. It was, I was going, they was getting flights, and I was like, where the hell are all their backmen? What are they doing? So this is what but I'm saying. This week, surely that, that would be the whole yeah, focus. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. I still don't think they're good enough to beat the Saints. Rowan Marshall's back. Yeah. Um, they play very well, Sam. So I'm taking the Saints 1-39. to 39. Really? <laughs> Sorry, you're just right. Uh, not about you. Uh, two of my mates who barrack from Melbourne. Um, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, the Hawthorne Melbourne game. They, th- yeah. they thought Hawthorne was going to put it up to Melbourne, so they took one to thirty nine, and it was a draw. <laughs> <Did they laughs> it was the line, yep. <laughs> um, so, what 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 are the odds for one to thirty nine, Sam? I don't have those, Dane. One, I don't. I'll have. I'll bring that up while Sam's getting the next game. Ralph, will okay. Get onto that. Um, uh, there you go. It's uh, it's two ten. No, there you go. So we've got a bit of extra value there. I think the Saints get it done. Um, so one to thirty nine for me, and I like the under. Okay, well, the next game is on Saturday afternoon. It's the Western Bulldogs hosting Adelaide out at one of Dane's favourite stadiums, Mars Stadium, out in Ballarat. It's going to be disgusting. They might as well be playing on the country. They might as well be playing on the planet. Well, <laughs> may, well, very different weather. It's going to be fourteen and raining down to a low of four degrees by the evening. So it's going to be very cold and wet out there. Western Bulldogs are playing are paying a dollar eight. Adelaide eight dollars. The line is minus thirty eight point five to the Bulldogs. And the over unders for this one is hundred and forty two point five Dane. Well I'm always worried about when there's weather involved, whether because the the last two or three times Ralph said it's going to be sleep. There hasn't been a drop of rain. It's been absolutely perfect conditions for football. Mm-hmm. And so Dane helps I'll in the leave. group and Maybe. goes, "Where's this rain, Ralph?" <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't, I don't Take like. Will. <laughs> exactly. So where the fuck's this rain, Ralph? Ralph. Um, where's the rain, Ralph? <laughs> so when, when it's meant to be rain, I only like to bet just before the game to see if it's actually raining or not. So when you're taking the underovers into consideration, but. Um, I like Adelaide to keep it under 40 points here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not Adelaide are ordinary, but down there in the freezing cold, if it is pissing down rain, I think they can keep it within 39 points. So I'm going to take Adelaide. Um, I think the Dogs win this one in cruise control. So you, you, you try and find what the market has, hasn't. And in this case, the market, as Sam said, with 142 and a half, the market's clearly found that it's going to be a bad day weather-wise. And eventually there's a tipping point. I reckon even, no, what, no matter what the conditions are, the Bulldogs are going to kick 100 points against them, aren't they? You I would think. think. So. Are you going a team total here? or No, I, I just I think the, the, the line's got too low now at 142.5. It's only an over-under. I think they'll yeah. clear 142.5. So, and the Dogs... Bulldogs team total. What about a Bulldogs team total? I didn't even look. I don't look that deep into the, uh, into the, into the uh, various options there. No. Okay, well, if you think Bordeaux is going to kick 100 and the team total is under that, there's maybe a bet for the, the punter who likes to go somewhere a bit different. Well, that's true. So anyway, but I'm saying the 142.5, I think they'll clear that low over. So so in other words, it's going to be absolute, now you've said that, it's going to be absolute sleet. It's going to be snow. No doubt. Windy <laughs> as fuck. The ball won't be able to get out of the pocket. No question. Yeah. Well, speaking of cold, we're heading down to Tasmania where North Melbourne are hosting Geelong. North Melbourne are paying six dollars seventy. Geelong are a dollar eleven. The line is 
plus 36.5 to North Melbourne. And the over-unders for this one is 152.5. They're playing at Blundstone Arena down in Tasmania. 16 and cloudy, Ralph. Well, this is a double shot. The rain and the weather might be crap, but we know that North Melbourne are definitely playing for each other, playing for their coach, really well-structured. And there's a sneaky bit, I think, Swanee, of math science coming up for Geelong. They've been up for a long time. And, uh, and you know, they were fantastic, telling up Richmond and Fremantle. Um, down in Tassie, North were playing so well. And there's this little intangible, the back to the wall, that poor Ben Cunningham, what, uh, Cunnington, rather, what he's gone through this week. Um, there's there's going to be an, even that little bit of an intangible. So 36 and a half is a huge over for a side that's playing for each other. I know they're on the bottom of the ladder. And, again, try and ask yourself why a market's in a certain position. Well, the market's just saying they're on the bottom. But their recent form's okay, and when they're playing so well, to concede six goals is a lot, particularly if Geelong might have that little sort of foot off the off the pedal here. So I like the Kangas a lot at the line. Yeah, I was going to take Geelong 1-39 again, but, but I, I didn't think the line was that big. But um, I thought it was 26.5, but it's only for 30. What did you say, 36.5? Well, you, you're probably right, and you might have looked, as in you might have looked before Ben Cunnington's. Oh, okay, all right. And that's yeah, probably okay. the, the movement. Yeah, well, I'm not. Well, I'm very similar. Then, if it was twenty six and a half, I was going to take Geelong one to thirty nine because I think pretty much all the things you've said it could be a sneaky bit of math science coming up. But then I'm worried about the math science about North. They've been really, really good. Well, competitive, I guess is probably the word for for them. Um, so they're a chance to get absolutely smacked. But I think, um, yeah, I'm riding with North. I'm going to take them in the line as well. I think down there. What, what did you say the weather's going to be? Six, probably six probably and cloudy, but probably it doesn't bad. say rain, though. 4% okay, chance. Yeah, I, I like, I like um, yeah, Geelong have been flying. I think they, I think Geelong dropped one just before the finals. I'm not sure it's this one, but this might be the the, the scare that gets them. Um, this might be their math science. So, yeah, I'm taking north of the line. Well, we're heading up to sunnier Gold Coast. Gold Coast are hosting Melbourne. Four dollars twenty-five for the Suns. A dollar twenty-three for Melbourne. The line is plus twenty-four point five to Gold Coast, and the over/unders is one hundred and fifty-one point five. It's going to be twenty-two and sunny. Dane. Um, Melbourne have Melbourne are off the boil a bit. Um, now, do they beat the Gold Coast? Yes, I think they do. Um, do I think they beat them by more than four goals? No, I don't. Um, <clears throat> so for that, I'm taking the Gold Coast, uh, and I, I don't mind. What's the what's total points? Total points is uh, 151.5. I don't mind the under in that game either. Melbourne can't kick an Melbourne can't kick a score, and I don't think Gold Coast can either. So that's why I think um, they keep it close. The Gold Coast. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm going the other way. Uh, I've got Melbourne right pretty much all year over because, again, ask yourself why a market's doing something. It's so well known that Melbourne aren't scoring at the moment, but what will Melbourne's whole focus be on this week before the finals? Try and get some goals. Uh, in perfect conditions, as Sam said, they're going to want to score. So the, the, the total over point of 151.5 is fairly low for a perfect conditions game when they're going to want to score so and move the ball and uh, and see what they can do against a lesser opposition. <clears throat> Suns fell off the cliff last week. They either rebound or they don't. And either way, that's going to involve goals. So I really like it. It's actually my better the round. 151.5 is the over. Better of the round. Better of the round. Better of the round. The next game sees the Collingwood Football Club hosting West Coast. $2.35 to Collingwood. West Coast is $1.60. The line is plus 7.5 to Collingwood. The over-unders is 145.5. It's an afternoon game at the MCG. It's going to be windy and showers. Ralph. Uh, Is it me? Okay. Um, Yeah, it's going to be terrible weather. Seven and a half. Oh, West Coast make me sick away from home. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> what happens in, in poor conditions if Collingwood are trying to move the ball as they have been recently? I just think it comes down to talent. And in the end, West Coast is a much better yeah. side on talent than Collingwood. Seven and a half is a low over to clear. And the whole focus, never mind the focus on Carlton, the whole focus <clears> of <throat> that state this week will be you have to show you can get a kick at the MCG and play well when you're away from your little home stadium of Optus. And Shannon Hearn, 300, we don't talk about milestone games. Swanee does more than Sam Newman. But either yeah. or, I just think they're going to play well enough to cover the 7R. Yeah, um, but no Pendlebury. Um, no, that's going to hurt. Um, he's not the player he was. He's still a very, very good player. But his leadership out there is crucial. Um, <clears throat> Jeremy Howe back, though, which would be good for them. but. Um, yeah, I know I've been on the wrong side of West Coast away all year, but this has got to be a math science thing. They have to start showing that they can win away from home. They're coming up against Collingwood. They've, they've been instructed. They need to play the kids. Um, yep. So they will. I like West Coast 1 to 39 here. Just give you that bit of extra value, that extra 10 cents. Um, and, and West Coast have known to lay an egg and fuck the line and win by five points. So it's every chance that they're willing to do that, just to fuck our bets. So I'm going the other way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put their brains in a pretzel, mm-hmm. and trap them so they can't. They win one to thirty nine. So I'm, now I'm in their head. Now they're in my head. You put some sort of that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So West Coast one to thirty nine. And listen, I, I, I actually kind of want Collingwood to finish on the bottom. So then we get Dacos. Will we get a free shot at the number one draft pick, and then we get Dacos. As father's son, so finishing on the bottom 
I don't know why we don't want to finish on the bottom. North will probably win another game. Hawthorne below us? Yeah, I think we're all on the same points or something. So um, I actually, as a college supporter, we've come this far. We might as well not win another game, finish <laughs> on the bottom, get um, the number one draft pick, <coughs> whoever that is, and then you get Dacos for free as a second pick. And I think that's a blow. We've got four games to sit through, play the young kid, lose honorably, get the finish on the bottom, get the first draft pick, and then get Dacos. I think it's a great way to go. Let's tank. Fuck it. Sam, last week when you brought up a point away from the betting, can you remember someone said, if we can't make money out of it, we shouldn't be speaking about it on this part two? Yes, correct. <laughs> How can we make money out of where Collingwood's going to finish? This is a business show day. Well, you back them to finish on winning the wooden spoon. <laughs> okay. Fair point. Well, the next game, we're heading back up to sunny Queensland. Essendon are hosting Sydney. Essendon paying $3.17, Sydney $1.36. The line is plus 18.5 to Essendon, and the over-unders is 163.5. It's at the Gabba, um, Dane, 22, and sunny. <coughs> at the Gabba. Uh, well, Essendon would be quite pissed off that um, Buddy got off his elbow. Yeah. That's all well, the Bomber supporters on Twitter. <laughs> He's torn them a new one, but <laughs> well, I've said a lot. I just feel like math science is creeping in for Sydney. Um, I thought I was a bit worried it was going to be last week the way they started, but um, they just seem to punish the sides around them, and they're doing they're going really well. I don't have once again I was I jumped on the Swans bandwagon about three weeks ago. And I've been proven right every week since. Um, they're legit, but I think they I think Essendon keep it within three goals. I think. This might be the one where they might get over the line, but they've been flogging sides recently. I think this might be the one where um, up in the Gabba, neutral venue, I think Essendon keep it within the three goals. And at some stage, and, Sydney's going uh, to I, I don't mind the under either. And the under, all right. Um, I'm with you. Bombers line, they had their little downer last week. Sydney were, were heading to their down until Freo had those two injuries in the first yeah. half. And that's a hill I'm dying on because I got Freo wrong again. Yeah. So anyway. Well, I'm going to let you do the Freo game, so I'm going to take whatever you don't. <laughs> Fair enough. So I'm with you with the, with the Bombers at 18 and a half. Well, moving yep. on to Sunday footy, Hawthorne are hosting Brisbane. Hawthorne paying $5.50, Brisbane $1.15. The line is plus 28.5 to the Hawks. And the over-unders for this one is 142.5. It's down in Tassie. It's 11 degrees and sunny, Ralph. <laughs> What 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 do we make of Brisbane at the moment? Are they real or did they just did the sun just fall off the cliff in the oh, second what half? What happened there? That was another. That was that was a Saturday debacle. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't watching that game. I don't know what I was doing, but mate, they were up by five goals at half time or something. I was like, oh, this one's in the bag, fucking bango. And then I looked up and they were down by eighty. I was doing a flick it between races. It was a Saturday afternoon, and every time I flicked over, Brisbane just kept on piling on goals. So, is that their real form? I'm just not sure. So. Uh, sorry, one shit one, but against they drew with Melbourne the week before. Uh, easier to shut down the game down there. So what, what's the line against them? The line. 28 and a half. Yeah, I'm Hawks. Hawks with low confidence. Um, Hawthorne played pretty well down in Tassie. Brisbane, not convinced down there. They North took them. North got them close down there, if I yep. remember correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hawthorne are playing for their coaches. Um, so I think... Yeah, I think Hawthorne, not 
necessarily saying they win, but I think they cover the 28 and a half. Well, moving on to the next game, Sunday afternoon, the Giants are hosting Port Adelaide at Metricon Stadium up in the sunshine. It's 24 degrees and sunny. Greater Western Sydney are paying $2.67. Port are $1.48. The line is plus 12.5 to Greater Western Sydney. And the over-unders for this one, Dane, is 156.5. Well, GWS is my new favourite side after they they give me all the marbles last week. they got me out of a hole. I hope they got everyone out of a hole. Um, but in saying that, um, all we need to do with Port, and I'm yet to be proven wrong, just give me a look at the ladder. Yeah, Port are above GWS on the ladder. So I'm taking Port here because that rule has has not cost me yet. Um, and I like the under here. Port, and I haven't been, I'm pretty sure Port haven't been scoring a lot. Um, no. no, and... GWS haven't either. Um, so I really like the under here and I like Port. I'm against you here. Uh, GWS, two goals in with Toby Green back. Just not sure that's real form of Port. St Kilda and Collingwood, they scrapped their way through. Uh, they got back on the winner's list, GWS against Essendon. And it's, it's going to be a bit of human psychology with both the Sydney sides being locked out, obviously, the home state. But in perfect conditions with Toby Green back playing for the finals. I think that gives them an opportunity and the two goals in is a nice head start if it's a scrap and there's been a few scraps from the GWS and expected to be the case again GWS yep well we're going to go to Ralph for this uh, final game of the round first because it is Fremantle which is his hoodoo side so then Dane can make his decision based yep. off whatever Ralph says going in the other direction so uh Richmond are being hosted by Fremantle over at Optus Stadium where it's going to be 15 and raining in the morning hopefully clearing by this 5 10 p.m. kickoff uh, Fremantle are paying Two dollars fifty-one. Richmond are paying a dollar fifty-three. The line is plus nine point five to Frio, and the over/unders for this one, Ralph, is one hundred and forty-six point five. I almost have to concede the the game. So in that case, I'm just going to the total points. One hundred and forty-six and a half is a low under. But who's going to kick goals for either side? Now, Freo got some key outs. Richmond is still, uh, obviously, Dusty's out for the year. And they've generally been a low-scoring side this year as well, win or lose. And I know they're playing for the spot in the final. So um, at least Freo can structure up this week for their injuries that are out, unlike having them during the game. And I think that makes it a bit of a dogfight. Don't think there'll be much scoring here. 146.5 isn't a high enough line for mine unders. If you, do, if you did have to pick a line, who would you pick, Ralph? <laughs> is that is that to help you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the dumbest the, the the dumbest saying in footy is who's got more to play for. I don't think that matters at all. But nine and a half, I think Richmond should be able to cover nine and a half. Or I'll take three out of the line. <laughs> Fair enough. Is Very that your bet? Is that your bet, Dane? Just three out of the line. Yeah, all right. Um, what's your best bet? That's not my best bet. Uh, your... So my bit, my best bet is the D's and Sunders to go D's and Sunders D's and Suns to go over 151 and a half. A multi with uh, with the Kangas plus 36 and a half. Essendon plus 18 and a half, and the uh, the Saints and Blues to go under West Coast to cover it. So that's that's a five-league multi, West Coast cover against Collingwood. And my racing, before we get yours, 120. Yep. For the punters here, race six, number 10, 
White Hibiscus, Danny O'Brien trains it for Craig Williams. They're back at Mooney Valley, first meeting there for a few months. You've got to be a bit careful there how that track plays after a while out, but Jonah can handle the wet ground. If it does what it did at Sandown last December, it'll be a space job. So I'm not co- quite convinced it's there, but it's third up. This looks at the target race. It's a nice each way. I think it's uh, $5 there, so something each way for the punters on a tough meeting. Thank you. Uh, my best bet is the Crows. Crows, 38 and a half um, in the in the fleet, as Ralph likes to say down there. Before you get there to your not... sorry, I just had, I've oh, got to give myself a plug. Racetrackralphie.com.au and usual for all my yeah. proper form. Got, got your money back on the punt last week. You got, you got $2.20 a place. So if you back Ralph's horse last week, we you're in front if you're back it each way. Um, I like the Crows to cover the line. Um, Multi, Saints 1 to 39. Geelong, um, I don't know, who, Geelong playing? North gear because the line went out. So, yeah, north at the line. West Coast 1 to 39. And the port game under total points. Got it. There we are. Happy with that. All right. Well, happy, happy punting. Happy punting. And, and while you're happy and while you're punting, make sure you do it responsibly. All right. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 